to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories, two great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. My pleasure now to welcome to the show Michaela Clark, originally from Alberta, now living in Nashville, and she has a brand new album we're going to be talking about with a couple of great songs to share here on the show. Welcome to the show, Michaela. Thank you so much, Dave. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful tonight. It's great to have you here to chat about uh, your music career and your move to Nashville, and we're also going to chat and play a song from your album that features uh, background vocals, harmony vocals from Miss Terry Clark. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for featuring these two songs from the project on your show. I'm so honored. Thank you. Well, it's, again, it's my pleasure to have you here, and I know that uh, there's fans of yours listening and that you'll also win over some new fans who will get to hear you and your music, so that's very exciting. Uh, first of all, so from Alberta, tell me about uh, growing up in Alberta, and that will lead into, of course, uh, the move last year to Nashville. Well, I started singing as soon as I could talk. My parents would always take me to music festivals, and they said out of my two sisters and myself, I was the only one who would sit there through the whole concert and not make a peep because I loved music so much. But um, every time we would go to a wedding or a family function, any place that there was a microphone and a stage, that's where I would be found. So, um, And then when I was 14, <laughs> my parents bought me a bubblegum pink Fender electric guitar, and that's when the songwriting and singing and playing soon became my passion. And I continued writing and performing through my high school years. And after graduation, I made my first trip to Nashville with my mom, where I fell in love with the city and the music. And uh, I knew it wouldn't be long before I was back. So then in 2015, January 2015, my parents and I decided that it was time to move to Nashville so I could, you know, pursue my music career full time. And so my parents and I packed up my Acadia and my dad and I drove 3,000 kilometers to Music City. <laughs> Pretty amazing. That sums up a lot. And I mean, a move to Nashville is what a lot of people want to do, but it's such a big decision. And I'm sure there are parents out there that might, you know, be nervous about it and all that, but your parents fully supported you. Uh, like, what were your feelings when you decided? Obviously, a lot of excitement. Uh, did it feel like a major, major thing to do? It really did. Um, I always kind of knew that I would eventually move to Nashville, but I actually made a trip to Nashville. Um, I did a songwriting trip in October of 2014, and I met up with a guy who's a well-respected individual in Nashville, and he, he said, you have what it takes, girl, but you can't sell a truck that's not here. And that was really something that got to me. And, I, and you know, my mom and I got back to the hotel room that night, and I was like, okay, I really think this is actually serious and I will be moving. But I didn't actually realize it would be super soon, like January, but that was when I turned 21. <laughs> and so that was the time that I needed to go. And I mean, living here has just been so incredible. It's given me the opportunity to hone my craft as a singer-songwriter. And I've been so very fortunate to co-write with so many talented writers and musicians. And I mean, I know I'm 3,000 kilometers from home, but Everybody here is so welcoming, and every songwriter. And it's a really unique city because a lot of people actually aren't from Nashville. They're, you know, they're all from all around the world too. So everybody understands kind of how you're feeling. So everybody in Nashville is kind of like your big family right. because we're all away from our family. So it's it's a really nice small town feel, and I love it. 
That's a great point. And of course, there's such a Canadian community there, whether it's artists who are visiting there to, to songwrite and, and that kind of thing. But there's also a lot who have moved down there like you have. So you must have a, a circle of Canadian friends there. Yes, I certainly do. I have a few girlfriends that have moved here too, and they've actually just gotten their O-1 visas. So they're here for three years to stay now. So <laughs> I can count on them for that. So it's it's really nice. We always hang out, and if one of us is feeling homesick or something, we just call each other and go for coffee or, or just watch Netflix or something. But it's really nice to have that support from them as well when you can, you know, go actually and give someone, give somebody a hug rather than just having to blow a kiss through FaceTime, you know, <laughs> which FaceTime is awesome. Right. You can visit your family and everything, and I'm so thankful for that. But it's really nice to have oh, yeah. that community down here as well. That is amazing. And uh, growing up in Alberta, Michaela, who are some of the artists you were, obviously some of them were in the area that you were listening to, but on the radio, who are those musical influences you had? Well, I've always loved Elvis. And um, I've actually written a song called Graceland that um, is about Elvis. He's just so inspirational. And I've loved Keith Urban, Miranda Lambert. And one in particular was Miss Terry Clark. And not just because she had the same last name as me, but um, she was actually (laughs) my first concert that I ever went to when I was four years old. And um, I remember being at her concert in the front row, and she, she smiled and reached down and kissed my hand. And I have never forgotten this, and she's just so talented and kind, and she's been such an inspiration over the years. Isn't that something from that moment when you were that close to her and you enjoyed that first concert of Terry Clark's, and now she has done vocals on your album on a song called Second to the Whiskey. How did that feel when that all came about? What a full circle moment. Yes, that was in the studio that day. I was trying not to fangirl because I was so excited. Um, but it's just, it's so amazing. I feel like every time I listen to it, I get tears in my eyes because I still can't believe that Terry Clark is singing on a song that I co-wrote. And I just feel like someone needs to wake me up because it's so surreal that she's on it. And <laughs> the moment, honestly, the moment that I heard her start harmonizing with my voice, it just brought me to tears because it was just so incredible to have her, you know, such a full circle being in the studio that day being my first concert, going to her show, you know, and then mm-hmm. so many years later she's singing on one of my songs. And she, she said it was an honor to sing on my song, which was so amazing to me because I'm just so honored to have her on my song. And so it's just, it was absolutely amazing, and I'm so thankful that she, she agreed to do that for us. That is amazing. I love hearing about those moments that span over years, and it uh, just ties together like that. It's just wonderful. Let's turn to that song now, Second to the Whiskey. It's such a special song to me. I wrote that with my really good friend, Jeff Jones, and he actually was Terry Clark's tour manager for 18 years. And we went into the session, like a lot of great country songs, we wanted to write a song about whiskey. And um, we were tossing around a few ideas, and we came across one that said second to the whiskey. And we both paused for a minute, and we thought that was such a great idea. And so we ran with it, and this song targets the loved one who does not have the addiction but they have to live with the person who does, and that really affects the person, as we all know. And in the bridge, it has a really strong message, and it says, it's come down to his judgment day. Will the phoenix burn or fly away? And this is an image that came from a very well-respected individual in Nashville who has been deeply affected by alcoholism, and we just really hope that this song can help heal some of the pain and suffering that he and his family have encountered. That is amazing, a great song and a great message and uh, featuring the vocals of Terry Clark as well on here. This is my guest, Michaela Clark, and the song is Second to the Whiskey on In the Country. 
another southern summer sunrise peeking through my window pane shedding light into the darkness but all I feel is the pouring rain and give me strength to go on like this save the world I love from what he can't resist I'm begging for an answer I'm down on my knees Lord please help me cause I don't want to be second to the whiskey times must my heart ache till you believe in yourself or just throw away the bottle and take my love down off the shelf give me the strength Second to the whiskey to the whiskey. 
And that is Alberta's own Michaela Clark. The song is called Second to the Whiskey. And, of course, you heard Terry Clark's background vocals on that song, adding so much to it, a great Alberta connection. And uh, so great to hear Terry Clark sing again. And, of course, she was uh, performed on the CCMAs this past year, and uh, she sounded wonderful and always has. And I always look forward to hearing new stuff from her, too. Yes, absolutely. I know she's actually, I think she has a few shows coming up in Nashville as well. So I'm going to try and catch, catch a few of those as well, because it's always awesome to, you know, watch your inspiration on stage and see, see what little tricks they have and what they do. And of course, just to sing along to all of her great songs. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You've had a chance, Michaela, to open up for some pretty uh, cool names, including one of my favorite bands from back in the day, Fishing in the Dark and many other hit songs, but the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. What was that like for you? That was absolutely amazing. That was my first really big show that I ever did. I think there was 1,200 people, and it was just so amazing. I always liked to line dance to Fishing in the Dark and uh, Cadillac Ranch and all those great songs. And so to be able to open for such a great band like that was just absolutely incredible. They have so many great songs, and uh, it's great to see them still going strong. I had a chance to interview uh, a member of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band not too long ago. Uh, You had a chance uh, as well. This is a cool thing. Uh, Back in 2012, a song of yours called Long Gone was featured in a Bruce Willis movie. The movie was called Fire with Fire. How did that come about? How did you get a uh, song of yours in that movie? Well, actually, my momager, she was doing her homework one night on the computer, (laughs) and she came across this, and... um, Actually, she just submitted some of my songs, and one of the guys from the company contacted us, and he actually he said, is everybody around the table? And we all said yes, and we were on speakerphone, and um, he said, well, it looks like they might pick your song, but it's it's a toss-up between yours and Carrie Underwood's. And so, of course, I thought wow. my, my song you know, would not make it, because I was like, Carrie Underwood is Carrie Underwood. She's going to get it. Um, anyways, the guy ended up calling back, and he said, your song's been chosen, and that was just so amazing you know, I was so thankful that my mom did that. Um, and it was in, if you've ever seen the movie Fire with Fire, or if you want to watch it, it's in this little um, clip. It's about 30 seconds in the movie, but they walk into this hotel and it's playing on the radio in the background. And so seeing my name across the screen on the credits was so cool. I can only imagine, I mean, what uh, what an honor and, and to be down between you and Carrie Underwood. And of course, you would think Carrie Underwood just because she is Carrie, as you said. That's amazing. What an honor. I think that's so cool. Now, let's, uh, let's focus a bit on songwriting. That's a big part of what you do, Michaela, and you're now living in Nashville, so you get a chance to write with some of the very best uh, in the country music world of songwriting. Uh, maybe let's start with when did you first start writing songs? I first wrote my first song when I was 14, when I got my Hot Pink Electric guitar. Um, I actually just went up to my bedroom, and I always loved singing, um, but... I could never hit the high notes, you know, of Martina McBride or whatever. And so one night I was like, you know, I'm just going to strum along. And, and the song that I wrote, listening back now, I just laugh about it. But my parents always say, oh, you had to start somewhere, of course, which I'm sure we all do. But um, songwriting is just a really great thing for me um, as I'm able to, you know, express my emotions through my songwriting because sometimes it's hard to get your feelings out there and, and sometimes you, you know, don't want to directly say it at somebody. But in a song – you can go into your co-writing session and explain it to your your co-writers and something really magical. So mm-hmm. I really, really, songwriting is a really big part of, of who I am. So for someone out there who is starting writing as you did back at the age of 14, and of course that's always the case when you said the songs at the beginning weren't very good because that's just the way it is and you write, write, write and they get better. 
But what, right. for somebody starting out, how could they kind of short the, shortcut that process, even though you have to write those bad songs or not as good songs to get better? What, what tips could you pass on, Michaela, how to get better at songwriting? Well, I really think just observing um, songs that are on the radio, you know, listening to what's current and, and what's working and just really expressing how you feel. Um, I feel like sometimes not being so specific can be a little more beneficial just to being more universal and so more people can relate to it. Um, as I struggled with that in the beginning sort of um, where you just make the song sort of all about what you're feeling. Um, but I've learned along the years to make it more universal so it, you know, you can have different verses and kind of tell a storyline of something that could relate to anything, really. And so I guess I would just say just to listen to what's current and what you love and really just, just be yourself because you never know you never know when a hit song is going to be and, and what someone's looking for. And so just be yourself mm-hmm. and write from the heart, and, and I think that'll, that'll do the trick. What about as far as pitching songs go, uh, Michaela? You write obviously for yourself and record your songs, but do you have songs and are you actively trying to pitch songs to you know people like Carrie Underwood or Miranda Lambert or whatever the artist might be? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's a little difficult sometimes, you know, getting the song into into a publishing company who can pitch it to that artist. But um, every opportunity that I'm, you know exposed to that I'm able to go and pitch the song I definitely do that there's a really great organization here in Nashville called the Nashville Songwriters Association and I think there's actually a mm-hmm. Canadian chapter as well that's that's a really great thing to join if you're not a member of that I became a member of it and they have online pitches and mentoring sessions online as well and if you are visiting Nashville you can attend um, a pitch to publisher night as well and they don't have a limit of how many people can go. So it's really great. You can go submit your song and your lyrics and you sit there and you can listen to um, what other people in Nashville are doing and everything and get ideas. And you make a lot of connections that way um, with meeting other songwriters and stuff as well. So, so that's what I do. Um, pitching and everything. I, a lot of the co-writers I write with have publishing deals. And so it's nice because they can pitch our song that we co-wrote to their publishing company. And then that opens another door for, getting it to um, a bigger artist and stuff like that. And as far as co-writing sessions go, uh, from this angle, if somebody is um, in Canada and they want to uh, travel to Nashville for a week or two, how does somebody go about contacting someone to co-write? You know, somebody out there listening might be wondering, well, I don't know where to start, who to contact. Is there a way to reach out to someone uh, to sort of set up co-writes? Um, actually, they could reach out to the Nashville Songwriters Association. They have a lot of um, individuals there that will actually introduce you to people that they think would be a really great fit for you. And so that's what I've done a lot of the time as well. I've gone in there and met with them or emailed. You can do that as well. And sometimes they have Skype sessions that you can have a meeting with them as well if you're not in Nashville. Um, but nice. you can send them your material and then whatever you know, whatever sound you are or if you're more of a lyricist or more of a melody person, um, they'll kind of they'll look at their catalog of people and then they'll set you up with someone maybe who does the opposite of you and it's a really great thing because then you have a lyricist and a musician, you know, doing the same thing so you don't get two lyricists together and then need help with the melody. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest the Nashville Songwriters Association. They're really great with setting up co-writes and stuff. Absolutely, people can uh, Google them, check out their website. That's that is great advice. Uh, let's, Michaela, turn to another song from your album Detours, and we're gonna hear Better Know Better in a moment. Uh, tell me about that song. 
Well, Better Know Better is an upbeat breakup song, and I really enjoyed writing the lyrics with um, my friend Jason. His name's Jason Afable, and he actually co-wrote two of the songs on this album. But we really enjoyed writing this because he wrote, we love the bridge where it says, don't waste your money on sweet red wine. A few tears and a dozen roses ain't going to make me change my mind. Because love is a great thing, but relationships, as we all know, can be complicated. And lucky for us songwriters, we get to express our emotions through our songs. And I think that heals the soul. But I really, I love this mm-hmm. song a lot. It's really fun and upbeat. And I just can't wait for you guys to hear it. Awesome. Let's hear it now from my guest, Michaela Clark. This is Better Know Better on In the Country. And that's my guest, Michaela Clark, with her song, Better Know Better. And that'll be featured on her upcoming album called Detours. Look for it coming in early 2017. Now, you do a lot of good with your music as well. I know that um, you wrote and recorded a song called Toughest Kids Alive for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Tell me a bit about that, the song, and what inspired you to uh, write, write it. Well, I've actually been a type 1 diabetic for 15 years. And so I, I know what it's like you know, to be 
that little eight-year-old who has to take needles and, you know, adjust your whole lifestyle. And so I just wanted to be an inspiration for other individuals and other juvenile kids that have type 1 diabetes and to let them know that no matter what, even if, you know, no matter what diabetes throws at you, you can still always do what, what you really want. And so, like, move to Nashville. <laughs> and, um, right. I mean, it is, some days it is a challenge and your numbers are a roller coaster and all that, but um, you just take it a day at a time. And I really just wanted to to show everybody, you know, that has diabetes that anything is possible as long as you take care of yourself. And so that's that's where that song came from. I really just just wanted to help little kids and let them know that that they can do whatever they put their mind to even with that disease yeah it's incredible what uh, music can do and it seems to be specifically country music other genres do it as well with songs that inspire but country music does it so much and it's one thing i love about it and i know that you do as well michael maybe talk about that how a song can make such a difference in someone's life yeah i mean songs they're so amazing i mean you can be feeling super sad and when you are sad for me i always want to hear a sad song and um, if i'm feeling good then you want to hear a feel-good song And so um, for me writing songs i just always write what i'm feeling that day because you never know if someone else is feeling that that same pain and you just hope that with the songs that i write i just hope that they can make that person feel much better you know after listening to my song now, uh, turning back to Nashville, when someone heads there for either a vacation or a writing session, so they're going down there for a week or two, can you name me maybe three or four must-see places? Could even include a restaurant in there if you've got a favorite one or a music venue, just places they've got to see while they're uh, in Music City. Well, definitely I would suggest, if you're a songwriter, I would definitely suggest the listening room. That's a really great venue, and it's it's a little smaller and more intimate, so it's really nice. You can talk to the songwriters afterwards and maybe set up a co-write with them. So if you're a songwriter, I suggest the listening room. Um, and then if you're coming just to be a tourist, the Grand Ole Opry, Broadway, the Country Music Hall of Fame, the Bluebird Cafe, there's a lot of great things to do, and there's never really a specific time that you should come to Nashville. It's always always a big party. <laughs> there's always something going on, so there's never <laughs> – it's never a bad time to come to Nashville, <laughs> unless you want to come when it's really hot, you know, so you don't have cooler weather, because it is a little cold here now, but <laughs> the summer is right, really right. nice. That is awesome. Uh, as far as duet partners, Michaela, of course, Terry Clark on your album is there with you. Uh, other duet partners down the road, any dream duet partners you'd like to record with? I would love to record with Keith Urban or Miranda Lambert. And if Elvis is still living, nice. absolutely Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there somewhere, apparently, in disguise. He is. Hey, yes, absolutely. So they have those you know, telegram <laughs> things that I could pretend he's singing with me. <laughs> well, there you go. That, that's, what, that's what they've done before. That, that would be uh, close with, enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those artists have great songs. And now Keith Urban, Blue Ain't Your Color, which is such a cool vibe to it and cool song. And, of course, Miranda Lambert's uh, song is Vice, which is such a cool song. And uh, that whole album, she's got the double album out, and I've listened to some of it. I haven't gone through the whole thing yet, but it's got a really cool edge to it. It does, absolutely. I listened to a few of the songs as well. Vice is one of my favorites off of there. I just think it's so real, and she's really putting herself out there and being vulnerable. But I really think that that's great because that's what people like to see, I think. And so I think she said she, I read somewhere that she was a little nervous to be being so honest, 
um, in the whole album, but I really, I really think that's great that she did. And like you said, Keith Urban's song, Blue Ain't Your Color, that, I mean, it's so different from what he normally does, mm. but he sings it so great. I mean, I've been a fan ever since he came out with But For The Grace Of God. Um, my mom and I have been mm-hmm. such a huge oh, yeah. fan, and, and I've, I've seen him actually, I think, 11 times now. <laughs> so wow, he really? To be, yes, he just came to Nashville the beginning of November, but I wasn't able to get tickets, and I thought, oh, that's okay. I guess I can wait till next <laughs> year to see him, since I have seen him 11 times. <laughs> that's pr- that's a diehard fan right there, 11 times. Wow, and, and counting. Oh, yeah. Yes, and counting. <laughs> but I did get to meet him once, so that was oh, that cool. was a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like? What Did you have much uh, time to, to chat with him? We only had a little bit of time. Um, that was back in Edmonton when I still lived at home, and so my mom and I actually got to go meet him, and he called me baby with his Australian accent, which, of course, just melted my heart, but <laughs> I know he's married. It's okay, and he could be my dad, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but he, he actually said to me, he was like, maybe I'll see you down the road, baby, in Nashville, and so, because um, I told him I was a singer-songwriter and everything, but he was just so humble and kind, and I really, he was really what what I had thought he was going to be. So it was a really, a really great night to meet him. That is amazing. Well, Michaela, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show to chat and, of course, play two songs from your album, Detours, which I'll encourage everyone to pick up. Uh, this has been wonderful. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, Dave, for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure, and I hope to talk to you again soon. I look forward to that. I'd love to hear more of your stories and more of your songs. My guest has been Alberta's own Michaela Clark, and be sure to look for her album Detours coming in early 2017. Of course, it features that great song, Second to the Whiskey, featuring some vocals from Terry Clark. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.